0: With COVID-19 dominating the headlines this year, it's easy to overlook other issues in the healthcare world. For example, cancer is now the number one cause of death in Canada. Researchers estimate that it'll cause 83,000 Canadian deaths in 2020. But even though overall cancer deaths are declining in Canada, are we doing enough to prevent them? To find out, the Conference Board of Canada's health team did a benchmarking study on mortality rates due to cancer. They looked across provinces, across cancer types, and across our peer countries, such as Japan, Switzerland, and the United States. And Canada's report card isn't as glowing as you might think. How exactly do we measure up? Why are some cancers seeing higher rates than others? And how is COVID-19 affecting our ability to do more? Joining me today is Isabelle Gagnon-Arpin, a researcher from the conference board's health team. And we're going to talk about the room for improvement in Canada's cancer care. Hi, Isabel. Thank you for joining me on Leadership Perspectives. We're happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. My first question for you is, why is cancer the leading cause of death in Canada? People are living
1: longer now than ever before. We know that life expectancy is around 80 years old for men and 84 years old for women. We also know that older age is one of the biggest risk factors for developing cancer. As you get older, your risks of developing cancer increase by a lot. But this didn't always used to be the case. Around 60 years ago, there were a lot of great advances in public health and sanitation and immunization, which really increased people's life expectancy. Nowadays, people are not dying from smallpox. They're not dying from minor infections or from diabetes. They're living a long life, and a lot of us are now developing cancer, heart disease, or stroke.
0: How does Canada rank internationally when it comes to cancer treatment? Canada ranks pretty average overall. What we did in our study
1: is compared mortality rates for Canada to the mortality rate of 17 other peer countries. For overall cancer mortality, which means all types of cancers combined, Canada ranked in 8th position out of the 17 countries. This was associated with a B grade, which is a bit of an average performance. However, what we did see is that Canada performed a lot worse on lung cancer. Canada placed in 14th position out of the 17 compared countries for lung cancer.
0: And do you know why Canada's mortality rate for lung cancer is so high? In 1965, around half of
1: Canadians smoked which is an incredible high percentage of smoking rate for a country. In comparison, now in 2020, the smoking rate is closer to 15% across Canada. We also know that lung cancer can take many years to develop. The really high smoking rates of the 60s are leading to really high mortality rates of lung cancer decades later, which we're now experiencing.
0: What does Canada need to do in order to reduce cancer mortalities? This can be
1: approached from a few different angles. The first is public health initiatives to try to reduce smoking rates or other important risk factors for cancer are really important. We really saw, for example, the success in the smoking prevention initiatives that were launched over the past few years. Another really important strategy is for governments to provide early detection and screening programs. If you've developed cancer, you're really hoping to catch it as soon as possible. For example, if you can catch a cancer that's at a stage one, so in early development, it's a lot easier to treat. Your prognosis in terms of survival rate is a lot better than if you diagnose a cancer at a later stage, like a stage three or four. Another really important strategy is making sure that Canadians have the best access to the best treatments available. There's a ton of innovation in terms of cancer treatments that have really prolonged survival and quality of life for patients. However, Canada lags behind some other countries like the United States in our access to innovative treatment options, which means that Canadians may have delayed access to treatment that has a huge impact on survival, on quality of life for these patients.
0: Right now, doctor's appointments are completely different than before. They're mostly on the phone with your doctor. How has COVID-19 impacted our ability to detect and treat cancers or talk to your doctor about things like this? A huge impact
1: that COVID-19 has had is that we saw a lot of surgeries and healthcare services either being postponed or canceled or moving to virtual care. In the case of postponed or canceled surgeries, some of these surgeries were for cancer patients. Imagine waiting for a life saving surgery, having that surgery either canceled or postponed. That can have a huge impact on cancer potentially progressing in these patients. And we do see still a big backlog of these surgeries that people are still waiting to get their surgeries that were postponed back in the first wave. There's also the concern now that we're entering a second wave are we going to see more postponed or canceled surgeries? There is also cancer patients who need to get specific testing, even to get their cancer diagnosed. They need a biopsy, they need a colonoscopy. A lot of these tests were also postponed or cancelled, which delays diagnosis, also delays potential treatment for these patients.
0: What other projects does your team have on the go? Research, reports, etc. On the same topic
1: of cancer, we do have a really interesting project on the value of oncology innovation in Canada. There's a ton of innovation when it comes to cancer treatments. In the past, some patients only had access to chemotherapy or radiation therapy. Those were the only options to treat their cancers. But now we're seeing a whole slew of innovations around targeted therapies, immunotherapies, precision medicine and diagnostics. And what this innovation is bringing is a lot of renewed hope for patients in terms of their prognosis, in terms of their potential survival rates, as well as really great impacts on quality of life. Imagine being able to take an oral cancer drug or sort a of pill instead of needing chemotherapy that really increases quality of life, a lot less side effects, a lot less symptoms from taking a drug that's taken by mouth versus chemotherapy. A lot of great advances, and we're doing work to uncover what that value brings to patients, to clinicians, to the healthcare system, as well as to society overall.
0: Incredible. I can't wait to meet with you again and talk about your reports in the future. Thank you so much for having me. Merci beaucoup, Isabelle. For everyone listening, you can check out the online experience, Measure of Life, Is Canada Doing Enough to Reduce Deaths from Cancer? by following the links in the episode description. And you can find out more about the health team's projects as well as our latest COVID-19 coverage at conferenceboard.ca. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know how we're doing. Leadership Perspectives is hosted by Kira Johnston and written by Sarah Mels. Nancy Nguyen is our audio engineer and Andy Joy is our post-production editor. Our executive producer is Michael Bassett. And ideas were also contributed by Rob Collins and Aaron Brophy. For more podcasts, research, commentary, and ideas, visit conferenceboard.ca.